Hi, before we begin today's episode, we have a pretty big announcement to make. Big, as in 2.6 billion ringgit big. 1MDB has sparked embezzlement and money laundering investigations across One of the biggest corruption scandals the world has ever seen. What may be the biggest financial scam in history. Number of corrupt 1MDB officials treated this public trust as a personal bank account. The Najib Razak 1MDB trial will begin soon. It's been said to be the biggest financial scandal the world has ever seen. And we'll be bringing you that on podcast daily. So watch this space. And now... On with the show. Remember the 3.3 million ringgit charged to Najib Razak's credit cards at a Swiss jeweller? It turns out it was for the wife of a former Qatari leader. While questioning the prosecution's final witness, Najib's lawyer brought out a mysterious thank you note from the recipient. It was addressed to the former Prime Minister and his wife, Rosma Manso. But the witness, the MACC's investigating officer for the SRC case, had never seen nor heard of the note, not even when he took Rosma's statement. By the Malaysian insight, this is the People versus Najib Razak. Follow us into the courtroom where it all happens. I'm Patrick Teo. On day 55 of his SRC trial, Najib wore a dark blue pinstriped suit and a silver tie with small black circles. He arrived in court at about 9.30am and seemed to be in a good mood as he greeted some supporters outside the court. The former Prime Minister then made his way up to the fifth floor, but he had to wait outside the courtroom for about an hour because Judge Naslan had other matters to attend to first. At about 10.40am, SRC proceedings began with MACC investigating officer Rosli Hussein on the witness stand. Defence lawyer Farhan Reid told the judge that Harvey was not able to make it today and he would handle the cross-examination. In the dock, Najib sat in his usual place next to the door, watching expectantly. With Rosli in the stand, Farhan went over Najib's credit card statements and brought up the 32 million ringgit that was transferred into the former PM's bank accounts. What was discussed, Yvonne? The witness confirmed that the 32 million ringgit had moved through Najib's accounts and was then transferred to Permai Binaraya's accounts. Permai Binaraya is a subsidiary of Putra Perdana Construction, a company linked to fugitive businessman Joe Lo. Farhan moved on to Najib's other expenditures. He queried about money that was paid to charitable organisations and asked whether the water tank Najib had built at his Pekan house was a luxury or a necessity. Rosalie said he wasn't sure. He had only investigated the credit cards and the funds used to pay the credit card bills and nothing else. Farhan then brought up Najib's spending spree at a jeweller in Italy. Rosalie said he didn't manage to go to Italy to investigate that and this was because many other people wanted to go. However, he said Najib had told the MACC that those purchases were gifts for the former Qatar Prime Minister's wife. Farhan brought out a note dated August 15, 2014, 
purportedly written by Nur Abdul Aziz Abdullah Turki Al Subai for gifts of jewellery from Di Grisogono worth 3.2 million ringgit. Nur is the wife of Sheikh Hamad Jassim Jabbar Al Thani, who was then Qatar Prime Minister. Rosli said he never even seen or heard about this note before, not even when the MECC took Rosma's statement. The lawyer suggested that Najib had only utilised 1.9% of the money for personal use and that it proved that Najib did not have any intention to cheat or commit fraud. This seemed to hit a nerve with Rosalie, who disagreed and snapped back, saying, That is your opinion. Najib's lead counsel, Shafi Abdullah, took over cross-examination and brought up documents which were signed by former SRC director Subo Mohammed Yassin. Specifically, he alluded to inconsistencies in Subo's signatures. If you remember, when Subo took the witness stand, Shafi had spent a lot of time quizzing him about alleged inconsistencies in his signatures, claiming that they were forged. Rosley admitted that when he took Subo's statements for the second and third time, the latter had denied that some of the signatures on the documents were his. Rosley said he leaves it to the court to decide how to deal with these inconsistencies. Shafi then requested for the court to break for lunch and Friday prayers. He asked for an extended break as Muslim lawyers would normally have lunch together after prayers. It's part of the brotherhood, the lawyer remarked. At this, Rosley quipped, you also don't forget to pray. Judge Naslan allowed an extended lunch break but asked the lawyers to return on time. And Najib was whisked away from the court complex in his waiting black sedan. When Shafi resumed his cross-examination after lunch, he asked Rosley if the MACC had looked into whether or not it was true the money came from Saudi royalty. No, the witness said. The commission did not investigate it. But when Najib spent the money, he believed it was donated by Saudi royalty? Shafi pressed. That's his belief, Rosley replied. Prosecutor V. Sitambaram objected to this line of questioning, saying that the witness cannot speak about the state of mind of the accused. Shafi moved on, asking a few more questions. At 4.30pm, proceedings were interrupted as Najib and his lawyers went to Judge Colin Sequeira's court on the fourth floor for a case management for the 1MDB trial. The 1MDB trial is set to start on August 28th at 9.30am. After that, Najib and the lawyers moved back to Judge Naslan's court. Before wrapping up for the day, he set August 27th to continue the trial, but he wants proceedings to finish on that day. This podcast is produced, written and mixed by Rivati Supramaniam, Yapik Kwan, Yvonne Lim and Ravin Palanisami. Additional reporting by Timothy Acharyam. I'm Patrick Teo.